We're live, bud. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Small Business Marketing Playbook Podcast. My name is Roger Gallegos. I am here with Abram. Abram, how are you going? I'm going good, buddy. We're back. We're back. This is season two. This is our first episode, which we are really excited. Uh, For anybody who tuned into season one, thank you so much. Season two, we're doing things a little bit differently. We're taking some lessons that we learned from the season one and everything that we did right, did wrong, or at least what we felt we did right, did wrong. We're applying it to uh, this season. Uh, So I'm really excited, particularly after we had a little bit of a holiday break and now uh, we're back at this. So I'm I'm looking forward to uh, 2021. How about you? I'm very excited about it in our new format, right? It's funny that we didn't think of this the first time, this being the Small Business Marketing Playbook podcast, of actually structuring it like a play that we're running from an actual playbook. So the format that you can look forward to is you know, an idea about what the play actually is. Today, we're talking about identifying your best marketing channels, right? And what we're going to share with you are the stats that you need to know about, right? Then we're going to tell you what you need to know to find out if this is the play for you to run in your business. And then hut, hut, we're going to tell you what the actual play is and give you the play action for the day. This is something with, you know, our aim is to make it bite-sized, easy to jump into action items that you could see a real difference in your business. So we're very excited about the new format and that you're here with us. And um, yeah, 2021 is a new, a new year, a new, a new time to endeavor. And we're just excited that uh, we can contribute to you in a special way this, this season. Uh, yeah. I, and with, with respect to the format, I will, I, I do have to give a shout out to you because the idea of doing the stats, that was your stroke of genius. That was something that once you said it, I was like, damn, that, that was it. It, it just, <laughs> it felt good. It, it was like chef's kiss. Let's do it. You <laughs> nailed it. It was like, you nailed the landing. So enough uh, of the shop talk and uh, behind the curtains look. Uh, before we get into those numbers and the stats, I want to I want to speak to the today's topic and you, you touched on it, which is identifying your best marketing channels for you. Why is this important? Well, this is important because you can spend a lot of time, money, energy doing the wrong things and wondering why you're not getting results. And marketing for most small businesses is about maximizing every dollar that you have to put towards growing your business and, and sharing your services and products with other people that might be interested in it. You know, if you're sharing your message in the wrong place and your customers aren't there, that's money wasted. That's time wasted. That's energy wasted. And so that's why this topic is so important and why we're starting the season with this particular um, topic. I just said that, but you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you you, you nailed it right ahead. Uh, You want to have the right marketing channels because it's about being efficient and effective and I would venture to say it doesn't matter if you're the small business or if you're a big multinational corporation. Uh, when you're a big multinational corporation, you, you have more leeway to make mistakes. But at the same point, you still want to be effective and efficient and understanding your marketing channels. And here's the other thing that the, here's the kind of um, the hidden piece to this, that if you do not 
have the right marketing channels, chances are you are either targeting the wrong people or you do not understand your target audience. So your messaging is going to be off anyways. So this to me is if you understand your marketing channels, the marketing channels that you should be on, then you have a deep understanding of your audience, of your messaging, and you're just going to be far more successful and more effective with your with uh, distributing your message because you're actually putting it on the the uh, where it's most likely to be seen by the people who need to see it. And so I think I think that's it. So I think we've identified why this is important. Do you want to start us off by? Uh, Heading into the numbers and letting us know which of the, the numbers is we should be looking at. Yeah, let's check it out. We got five numbers for you here today. Some of these you may have heard of, but maybe didn't realize just how much of an impact they play. Um, first thing is your website, right? Uh, 93% of people who are looking for specific products or services start with a search online. And if you don't have a website to capture that search traffic, well, it's going to go to your competitor. So that's the stat. I know you probably have something to say about it. Well, yeah, that, because for me, you like you said, you miss out on the opportunity. So you give your competitors the chance to wow them first. And it's, and the crazy thing about this, if you don't have a website, you're losing leads that you may not even know that you have the potential to get. And to me, that's the most insidious thing because you can be sitting here and I know they say ignorance is bliss, in this situation is not because if you don't have that website, if you don't have a, a place, your online home for people to find you out. So the one thing I will say about, you know, if you don't have that place, you're, you're just going to lose out of potential leads. So you need to have that website, such an essential part. Uh, it's probably the one thing I will say that no matter who your industry, no matter who you're targeting, you need a website. Now, how you use a website is a different story, but you need to have a website. You need to have some form of online home or online base of actions. Yeah, this is really important for businesses, like specifically in this context we've been talking about so far. If people are looking for you online and what you do, this is why you need a website. Why don't you talk about the next one? All right, the next one is uh, the digital social media. And, uh, the important number regarding social media, 62% of consumers share online deals with friends, uh, exposing your brand to uh, a broader audience. Now, why do you think this is important for social media, for people looking to get into social media? Well, I mean, like the statistic, you know, shares, people are talking about you online, right? And so if you don't have a presence on there, Basically, it's like people talking smack about you behind your back and you can't even hear it. You don't know about it. Right. And on the flip side, being able to understand who are your brand ambassadors and the people that are sharing good things about your company. You know, those are the people that you might surprise and give them something special that would encourage them to continue sharing in a thoughtful and engaging way. So, you know, that that's why social is, is important, especially for businesses that I think that have a product uh, because people are sharing and showing off your product all the time. And I think social media is so important and so distinctive from the other primary marketing channels that we'll be that we're talking about today because of the fact that it allows you to have conversations and create a deeper connection. So if you understand your audience, understand which social media platforms are supposed to be on, you can create that connection. And then like a, like this stat says, once you start creating that connection, they're going to say to their friends, hey, Charlene, or hey, Matt, why don't you check out this product? I saw it, it's just an easy share. And all of these platforms, 
make sharing easy. I mean, they're designed to do that. So once you get on these platforms, you understand where you need to be. They make it easy for your message to be shared. So it's just this being on social media is such a key thing. And the great thing about it is you don't have to spend hours upon hours. If you are smart about it and you really do your homework and you really understand your audience, you could be on, you could spend about 20, 30 minutes a day on a platform and really make good inroads on, on uh, connecting with your audience. So now that we covered, we covered website with the first number, social media for the next number. What is our the the next uh, stat that we need to look at? Yeah, well, we're going to talk about email. Um, here we have that email is forty times more effective at acquiring new customers than Facebook or Twitter. So we just talked about social media. You know, email is one of those platforms that some folks have said, you know, email is dead because nobody's checking it anymore. That's it's a cluttered environment where your message is just evaporating within seconds. Uh, we have another stat about that coming up here in a minute, but when you have emails going to the right person at the right time, that's, that's why this can be so effective at generating new business. The other thing that I love about email as a side note is that it costs so little to run email marketing campaigns and to send out a new email versus other types of advertising. It just costs so little and the return on investment is so high. Now, that's why I'm a huge fan of email and have done a lot with email in the past. Um, that's what I'll say about it. Well, here's the thing for anybody that wants to say I'm point to um, email and say that there's a stat that proves this or that you could go through a negative stat for any marketing channel out there and say, this is why you shouldn't use it. And those stats apply again to probably the wrong way you're being you're you're, you're using it. To your point, to the thing, the first thing you said is if you use email properly, if you understand your audience, understand your message, and you're sending messages out at the right time. And here's the key thing about email: if you're sending things of value, that's going to provide information that your audience needs and addresses pain points in their life, you are, they're going to open them and they're going to act upon those emails. If you're just sending spam on it and it's always this buy now, do this now, or those get, those are tacky. Those don't look good. But if you're providing 10 things you need to know about this, or here's how you can save money doing this, and you're actually giving them resources that they could use in their day-to-day -day life. That's how you use an email, like pla a platform like email. And that's where you see these companies that are making, that make that stat true 40, 40 times uh, more effective at acquiring new customers. Those companies that are doing that are ones that are really addressing the needs of their customers or their target audience. Agreed. Let's talk about the next one. This is actually one of my favorites. Uh, it's, it's networking, okay? Got an awesome stat for you with networking. We actually went back and forth about what we could put in here because there were so many great things. Word of mouth is not dead. Referrals, right? Not leads. Referrals that come from networking convert 30% better than leads generated from other marketing channels and have a 16% higher lifetime value. Meaning it takes less time and less energy to turn them into a sale and they spend more money in the long run with your company. Of course, you have to invest time into networking and building relationships, right? That is the trade-off, but there are simply some industries that are very hard to hit 
with other marketing channels where the best and most direct route is going straight to the source of the people that are working directly with your ideal clients, forming that relationship so that you can pass business back and forth. I think about the real estate agent and the mortgage lender, right? That is a very close relationship that goes back and forth constantly. Exactly. You know, and networking, especially, you know, at the time of this recording, it's early January, 2021. So we're still in the midst of this pandemic and we have been in this pandemic going on about 10, almost 11 months here. So networking for me, for my business has really helped because I've had clients or, or uh, I should say contacts. I have turned into clients and they, I haven't talked to them for two years, but because I networked with them and I sent them leads and they had someone say, they called me up and said, hey, can you help me with some work here? Or I want to refer this person to you. So networking is such a valuable way to, to build your audience and, and especially locally. And I know during the pandemic, it's tough to get out there, but you know, do there's Zoom calls, there's other types of virtual networking that people are doing. So um the, you know, part of the, the, the game, part of the, the trick there is to build relationships. And if you're able to do that, that is, that is why you see that higher lifetime value, uh, in my opinion, is because you have a stronger relationship. So they're more likely to spend more money and stick with you longer because you have a, a more personal relationship with them. Yeah. Let's talk about that last bullet point there. I know that you've got it. This is one that, uh, you know, some people might not see coming. Yeah, well, we, this is one that it's, it has to deal with direct mail. And I know you and I, we actually talked a lot about this when we were formatting this episode. And it's the average lifespan, I'm sorry, the average, uh, average lifespan of an email is 17 seconds compared to direct mail's average life, lifespan of 17 days. Now, I know you have some thoughts about this because every time we talk about this, you get a big smile on your face. So I'll let you kind of take the will on it. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot to say about direct mail because there's a ton of people that swear that it just doesn't work anymore. But what's so funny about that statement is that a lot of advertising has shifted to digital in the last few years. You know, 2019 was the first year that digital advertising exceeded spend uh, over traditional advertising methods, this being one of them. And because of that, what do you think is in less people's mailboxes now? There is less direct mail. There's less competition. There's less clutter. So when you send a direct mail piece through the mail, chances are they're going to see it, right? They're going to look at it. And guess what? If they're like me, they might even take a couple days or even a couple of weeks sometimes to throw the piece of mail out, even if it's junk. And I guess why the lifespan is a lot longer and why your advertising just doesn't die right away after you send it out. Now there's a lot of strategy that goes into a good direct mail campaign, you know, um, but that's just good marketing. Uh, but I just think it's such an interesting thing to start playing with again in today's world. And again, this is precisely where, uh, another example where knowing your audience, knowing your industry and identifying the needs really could help you make it uh, take advantage of this particular uh, marketing channel. Because if you really know your audience and you highly target, you say, we're going to target this neighborhood, we're going to send out 500 pieces of email of, of direct mail to them 
offering this sort of discount on this service for this time frame, you could, and if you just have to have a fraction of a fraction, all those people come in and you, you make your money back on um, that investment, plus have them come in and potentially get other services done, that's a win. But again, to you, to what you said, you have to have a strategy. You have to have a plan of action going in. And so uh, direct mail, while it's something that uh, not everybody directly thinks about now in, in our digital age, it can still be very effective if you understand what you're going for and who you're targeting. Absolutely. So, so that's the numbers here. Do you have anything else to add on the, for this section for the numbers that we're looking at? Well, I think, no, <laughs> no, I do not. I just think that, uh, you know, each of them bears a little bit of discussion about what, what it is that you need to know about these channels and about picking a channel. I know you have some thoughts on this. Yeah. So, so this is, yeah. So we'll try to uh, transition to the need to know. And, and for me, this is really where you have to consider the, the, your, the industry that you're in, the needs of your business, and the needs of your target audiences I've, I've touched on several times before you make any commitments or uh, ideas to changing. And what I mean by that is, is really establishing a strategy. And that's probably not going to be a surprise for anyone who knows Beacon Marketing and know my beliefs on, on uh, marketing that it starts with a strategy. But that is so important because if you identify the needs of your clients, you understand what you need from a business end, then you really be able to say, this is where I need to be. This is where my audience is going to be. And this is how I want to spend my time, money, and energy on how to communicate my message to them. If you're able to do that, then putting this into play, putting this playbook, this play uh, into your playbook is much easier to do it and it will make it much more effective. And my take on that, in addition to what you said, is all about behavior and how, how your customers, well, I'll explain. So if you're a business where when the crap hits the fan and they're calling for your services, they're looking for somebody to do what you do, you need to focus on your website and search engine optimization. Because when the need arises, they're looking for you. You need to be there, Right. You want to use social media marketing, like I said, when you're product related, okay? And when branding is really important for the business, right? Social media marketing is not known, okay? This, this might be, you know, people might not agree with me here, right? But look, I've been doing this for a while. It's not known for being the thing that like generates sales. What does social media do? It amplifies your message, now that's different than like running Facebook ads, okay? That that drives sales, right? That's very targeted, very direct marketing. But posting on Facebook, posting on Instagram, those different things, that's a branding play. It's an amplification of your message. Email marketing, okay? You need to generate the lead somehow. So that's a tactic that ha needs to have some forethought put into it. You can't just suddenly market an email to people that you don't have their permission to. You know, so there are things that have to happen for that first. But if you're in a business where people need to order from you and work with you over a period of time, email is going to be gangbusters for you. Why? Because you're top of mind the next time that they need you. Direct, direct marketing, right? The direct mail, EDDM, every door direct mail through the USPS system is something that you need to understand. 
okay? You might have to send out a couple batches of these to a local neighborhood so they can see you a few times before they take action on your offer. Every single one of these has its time and place. So you have to think about when is it that your customer needs you or is looking for you? That should help you determine which marketing channel that you want to look into. Also, do you need to generate sales now? Or are you looking for a longer term strategy that will also help you determine what it is that you should start investing in right now? Those are my thoughts on what you need to know. Yeah, so just do a little bit of homework. So we covered the numbers, we covered what you need to know. Now let's talk about, all right, I, I, I wanna work on my marketing channels. How can I put this play into action? So why don't you talk about that? Why don't you, you introduce the play action aspect of this? Pick one, <laughs> right? So uh, I say that cheekily, you know, of course this involves you looking at what you are currently doing. Okay. Making sure that, you know, on your social media, you know, do you have your logos up there? Do you have a consistent brand message? You know, when you're looking at Google, do you have the right hours? Do you have the right address, the phone number? Uh, is your website linked up to it? You know, you want to make sure that everything is congruent and then at the same time, okay, if you're not totally sure what's working and what's not working, you need to focus on one thing. That's my opinion. Because, you know, just like they taught you in science class in high school, okay, you have, an, you have a hypothesis, okay, and you only change one thing between your test, you know, your control, as they would call it, your control, and the variable that you're testing. You change one thing. Why do you do that? because then it's clear as day what it was that had the particular impact on the control. And the same thing is true with your marketing. If you're doing a million different things and you're actually not quite sure how it's working, sometimes it's better to simplify and focus in on one and get that going in the right direction than it is to try to focus on multiples or a couple of things at the same time. Uh, I, I love it. The, uh, the other thing that you need to, um look at and focus the reason i i really love the idea of focusing on one is you don't want to burn yourself out i've been there i'm i'm trying to do this i've been doing this for really 10 years and i i remember when i first started beacon marketing i i was gung-ho and i was like everything all at once so i had my website i was doing a, a blog every week i had it's i had um youtube a video every week I had daily messages going on, on Twitter. I had daily messages going on Facebook. I had messages going on LinkedIn. I was pedal to the metal with emails and everything. I was within three months, I was burnt out. I had no time to do anything else. So take some time, pick one, and it's like running a marathon. Pick one, get really good at that. Get it inside out, get your internal processes where you're just banging out content, banging out what you need to, you understand what's there, and then slowly add in something different, add in something new, work that through. And then over after a while, you have what I like to call a system of marketing, where you understand how all your marketing channels are working together. You have processes set up to create the content, to share it, to amplify it, to have people in your uh, audience talk about what you're doing and to bring them in 
that is how you do it. I've learned the hard way. And I think a lot of marketers, a lot of people learn the hard way because you get excited to do it. And you say, I'm going to take over the world one uh, Twitter, one tweet at a time. It's not going to happen. You have to, <laughs> you have to kind of pace yourself and play the long game here. And start so small, work it. your way up. So right? that's it for us today. Anything else that you want to add to this? Start small, work your way up. Everything's going to be chill. The other thing that you don't want to do is pick something and go all in without knowing how it's performing. This is where it'd be useful for you to go back and check out some of the episodes that we did in season one, specifically the 10 rules of digital marketing. There's some gold in there that would be worth you looking into, including knowing your numbers and how things are actually performing in your business that will save you a lot of the time and frustration that Roger is talking about. Exactly. So that's it for us today. That's, uh, that's it for uh, this week's play. Identify your best marketing channels. We'll be back uh, next week with another play uh, from our playbook. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for tuning in. Talk to you later. Have a great one. Peace.